Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, my name is Adeline Warren and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Oh my god, you guys, I have searched the deep, dark depths of my notes app. And my notes app is really scary. Like, I have some texts that I never sent that I'm, oh my god, I'm so glad that I didn't send. You know when you're about to write, like, a paragraph and send it to someone, and then you look at it over and you're like, mm, actually, maybe I'm not going to send it. I found so many of those. I found um, lots of video ideas, and then I, this is what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about my worst date story time and this one is such a fucking funny one i told the story of my worst date with a girl on tiktok and like everyone agreed with me like it was a bad date like it was really bad we did not get along i ended up crying at the end of the date i literally look like this but today i thought that we could talk about the worst date that i've been on this is what i i named the note i thought that i named the note worst date story time because once it happened oh my god i have to also tell you this happened when sierra was staying at my old house so this was at my old house it was probably like i think two years ago it was when i just started dating i swear i just downloaded tinder i just where did i find this man probably off, i think it was hinge it was hinge i remember and um i was going for people that were like the exact opposite of my ex i feel like when you break up with someone after like five six years you go after people that are the exact opposite so i went after like the typical douchebag fuck boy and this is just the story time i'm so happy i found this out this is funny as fuck i love this story time i tell my girlfriends this story time all the time and i'm so happy that we're able to share this right now it all started we matched on hinge and i was so excited to be going on a date i think i went i think it was nine months after I've broken up with my ex to finally go on a date and start like 
meeting new people. I think I just like, I was like, oh, I'm so smart. I'm so independent. I don't need a man like blah, blah, blah. And like, I wasn't focusing on it at all. And I was just, I actually, low key, I was like kind of thriving. Like, I feel like when you're not focusing on men is when you're kind of thriving. I was doing my breakup series. I was thriving. I had my girls sworn girls. I was like, a lot of work was being done. And I feel like I was just focusing on work. And then, you know what? After nine months, nine fucking months and like it kind of messed me up in the head because when i broke up he was like oh like don't be like sleeping around with too many people and i was like "Uh, like you can't tell me what to do or you're like you're not my boyfriend anymore and um i i don't know i like i really thought about that i was like i'm not gonna let my body count get too high or else you know like my my body count was at one with my first boyfriend he i lost my virginity to him i lost everything to him um and i thought i was gonna marry him and I, I thought I was going to save myself to marriage too, but picture this, Adeline got out of a six, five, six year relationship, nine months later, nine months of no sex, no talking to men, no nothing, no nothing, completely celibate Adeline is about to go on a date and she's really excited. So Sierra comes to visit me in Canada and I'm so excited to have her and like, she's telling me, oh, oh, this is also a funny story. Sierra comes to my house. She's like, girl, why are you living in the middle of nowhere? Because low key, I was living in the middle of nowhere. I was like not near the city at all. I live um, basically in Toronto. And the city that I used to live in was super, super far away. And I lived there because of my ex. Um, so his family was there. And it was just like really nice because it was like in the middle of nowhere. It was like a very country town and everybody knows each other and it was amazing and it was cheap so it was like perfect for me in that situation and then once I finally you know became single again single um Sierra goes up to me and she's like girl why are you living in the middle of nowhere and we're just real with each other like don't be thinking like Sierra's being mean to me or whatever because I know people are like Sierra has a lot of haters but she was just basically like girl why are you living in the middle of nowhere like you're not even living with your ex and I was like you know what yeah I actually am really I'm just comfortable here and I don't know. I feel like in everybody's head, they think that when you get a house, you have to live there forever. But that's not the case. It is expensive to move, which kind of, it's kind of a headache to move. But when you buy a house, you don't have to live there forever. I don't know why I thought I had to live there forever. And I have to admit, living in the middle of nowhere when my ex is there, my ex's family is there, I didn't know anyone. Like, it could get really lonely. So I was like, okay. Uh, maybe I should move. But in the meantime, Sierra was like, okay, like you should go on a date. So Sierra was here. We did a lot of fun things. Like we went to the drive-in movie theater and, um, you know, whatever. Sierra, I think, was in also her single girl era. So we were like talking about boys and stuff like that. I think she went on a date in Canada so long ago, so long ago before she met her fiance. Um, and I, she convinced me. She's like, okay, Adeline, I went on a date. Now you have to go on a date. So I... I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. I'm going to go on Hinge and I'm going to try it, this dating thing because I don't know. I, I just, I don't know why. I just wasn't really interested in it. There was this one person though. I, I was hyper-focused on one person, but it was more so of like a celebrity crush than an actual dating. So this is my first kind of date after my really long-term relationship. And it could not have 
gone more worse. It was so fucking bad. Actually, you know what? I lied. I did one date before. This is maybe like my second date outside of um, my relationship. But girl, I'm so glad it wasn't my first because I would have been so discouraged and so sad because it was so fucking bad. Anyways, long intro. Let's get into the actual date. We obviously matched on Hinge. I already told you. Um, And I basically was like, hey, why don't you come pick me up? Because I don't know why. I was just like so fucking obsessed with that book, um, Why Men Love Bitches. And I don't know. It just basically said that you have to like not try and like have the guy do all the work. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm going to have him pick me up. But don't do that. Like don't ask random men to pick you up from your house. Give them your address on the first date. That was a red flag on me. I'm really sorry about that. I shouldn't have done that. That was really bad on my part. Do not do that, ladies, because you never know if they're crazy and they'll show up to your house. You never know. So I was like, okay, why don't you go pick me up? I wonder if I can find my messages. Wait, like, <laughs> wait, Hinge. I don't know, guys. It was years ago. I don't know. If, oh, see, I'm not even signed in. I don't know. I can't find it. I'm not going to sign in. So we set up a date he's gonna come at whatever time to come pick me up and everything is set up and yeah so this is this is it i'm really excited i get ready i do my makeup you know what i did i i think i actually did a get ready with me at my old house for a date and this was the date and i ended the the, um the vlog with being like that was the worst date of my entire life so (laughs) here it is so the day of the day, I obviously get ready. I do my get ready with me. I'm on time. And I think he was like, I think he he was like a little bit, he was running a little bit late. Um, and when he finally pulls up, his car revving his engine was so fucking loud. I put in in um the little brackets, it was a Ford. And like no, no T, no shade. There's nice Ford cars. Like, go off. But he he was one of those guys that took the the muffler thing off to make the engine sound louder. And I was like, oh, hell no. Once that happened, I should have just pretended that I didn't even know who he was. Cause that, I feel like that's like the number one red flag when a guy takes off the muffler and the car is really fucking loud. So he go picks me up and we're kind of talking in the car. And he was just basically like, I don't know. It was like kind of like conversation. There were some things that he would say that were kind of red flags, but I just kind of brushed it off to the side. Um, and I think we were driving. I was like, oh, where are we going? He's like, oh, I don't know. We should just drive around. And I was like, okay. Um, so I looked around at a restaurant patio and I'm like, oh, look, a restaurant patio. And he goes, ooh, a bunch of white girls. We should go there. Pardon me? (gasps) That was crazy. And you know why else I also fucked up? He picked me up. So I can't even leave when I want to. This was the worst date on my part too because I just did not set myself up for success in this one. Um, So I was like, oh, a bunch of white girls. We should go there. And I kind of like look at him like, "Mm, what? I was super passive. If someone said that to me now, I would say something about it. But I was so passive back then that I was like, oh, huh. I kind of like laughed it off. You know what I mean? And, you know, we would talk in the car. Keep in mind, I live in the middle of nowhere. So he drove a little bit closer to the city. It was like 30 minutes or 45 minutes out. Um, he brought up all three of his exes. So I apparently knew all of his exes and he really wanted to talk about his exes. Um, and he brought me to McDonald's. And I know what people are going to say. They're going to say, oh, Adeline, like, stop being so shallow. Like, 
um it doesn't matter how much a man spends like i love mcdonald's like girl don't get me fucking wrong i love mcdonald's i fucking love mcdonald's i could eat that for breakfast lunch dinner monday wednesday friday any day of the week any day of the week i can eat mcdonald's but i think that there is something to be said about dates when you go on a date with someone you're trying to impress them and you're kind of like putting your best self forward and showing them hey this is me like as a man like i could provide for you and you know it's like you're trying to impress someone on the first date so the reason why i say he brought me to mcdonald's is because girl let's be honest let's be honest on a first date if you're going to mcdonald's it shows that you're a very low maintenance girl and sometimes that's not the best thing okay this is kind of like how i used to think like i used to genuinely i used to be a pick me girl and i used to be like oh i'm so low maintenance like oh like i'm such a cool girl like guys should love me because i'm such a cool girl i don't have to wear makeup let's go to mcdonald's blah, blah 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 but now looking back on it i wasn't low maintenance i just was trying so hard to get ma male validation to the point where they could take advantage of me and i know you're like that you like you're saying this because like oh i went to mcdonald's but i personally think that a man not a little boy because this is a little boy a man on the first date should be whining and dining you they should be treating you they should be making you feel special asking you questions about yourself everything opposite to this exact date and i'm saying this little disclaimer because i kind of like said oh this is the worst date he took me to mcdonald's and so many girls responded being like what's wrong with that what's wrong with going to mcdonald's bitch don't get me fucking wrong if i'm in a relationship with someone six months and three months and even one month in okay even one month in maybe even sooner i am a down ass bitch for mcdonald's but on the first date that is 100 percent unacceptable he didn't even make a reservation. I don't know. I was a little girl and he was a little boy. This is like, I don't know. I, we learned, we've learned. And I hope to God that he has learned. I have no idea what he's doing right now. And I kind of made the joke. I was like, oh, look how romantic we are. Like going to McDonald's. Also, also, I forgot about this. I put this in my notes. He had to pee every 10 minutes and we would pull off to the side of the road to pee now that i'm thinking about it that bitch had a uti i oh, i didn't even think about that that bitch had a uti because he he kept having to pee every 10 minutes and like we would drive he had to pee and it guys it was so awkward because we would drive he would have the music on and then he'd be like oh i have to pee he would turn off the car no music he'd be like sorry excuse me he would go out of the car and then because there was no music the car wasn't on out all i would hear is every 10 minutes and i swear to you that date lasted hours every 10 minutes he had to go pee and now i'm thinking back he for sure had a uti did you know that i thought that only girls had utis nope guys can get utis too and he was a fuck boy so he probably doesn't get tested he probably doesn't use a car i know but we walked around um this little town and he had to pee every 10 minutes he would have to go behind a tree go pee 
we, what else did he do he had to oh he went behind a uh, bush what p he went behind a uh this is so ingrained in my brain it was so traumatic <laughs> he went behind um a i think a barn and he went p um so we kind of walked around it was you know what it was a cute little area it was like a um where the water was there's like a cute little walkway so i have to give him that that was cute so we'd walk around and on the bench i'd be saying something and then he would go on his phone and then I would say something and he would get distracted. And then I would say something and like he couldn't pay attention to what I was saying. <laughs> I wrote this down. I, he said that I should swipe on Hinge for the town that we were in for boys with yachts because it was like a rich town. <laughs> and he says that his girls always do that and they always have a side thing. Um, and then he showed me pictures of his Visco account um he opened hinge on the date swiped on the date we drove around the neighborhoods and he was revving his engine saying wake up <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you you watch them do it the right way and you go thank god i didn't try to do that myself i have fully done things around the home that i think look good and then a bang in the night and i wake up to a shelf collapsing a painting falling off the wall like it i've i've seen it all go south i own a home and i can tell you I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But yeah, oh my god, I, I even remember, I have, I didn't write this in my note, I have this ingrained in my brain. I think I was talking about something, or saying, because on Hinge and on these social media, or these dating websites, I don't say that I do social media, I just say that I do, like, um, social media marketing, um, and I try to not, like, tell people that I do social media, because I feel like it just attracts the wrong kind of person and I just I want someone to know me for me I don't want someone to like watch my videos and like know me through my videos like I want someone to be able to like meet me 
get to know me through my terms and my conditions and not just like watch my vlogs and judge me on that. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's so weird dating when you're on social media. Um, but yeah, I was talking to him and he would get distracted by the little kids running around. Um, and I was just like shook that he just like could not focus on a conversation for the life of him. And I, I still remember it to this day. Um, so yeah, okay, after we we were sitting on the bench along the water, he said he had a headache. So we drive over to A&W, which is like a burger drive-through. It's kind of like McDonald's, but a little bit better. And I think we got McFlurries at McDonald's and at A&W, we got burgers. I think he got a burger and he asked me if I wanted anything. And I think I, I just said fries. So I think I got fries or maybe nothing. I don't remember. We went to the drive-thru. We got the food. We ate. He had to pee. Um, and then I wrote this down. He asked me what my natural hair color was. And obviously I say black because my hair was blonde at the time, like bright platinum blonde. And he was like, oh, why do you dye it like that? Like, you should just keep it your natural hair color. And I was like, not you just meeting me and telling me to change things about myself. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? This man was, I wasn't even a man. I honestly, like, I can't even hate him because we were literally so young. Like, we were literally children. And like, now looking back, I'm like, look, it us. I'm like, oh my God. Um, but yeah, oh, I also remember this. We were passing by because after A&W, he was like, okay, I'm going to drop you home. And we were passing by my friend Alex's house and I thought about it. I was like, oh my God, should I just ask him to drop me off at Alex's house? That way I can Uber to my house because that's how painful it was to be in the same car as him. Like he would only talk about himself. He would like disassociate when I was talking about myself. He would not ask me questions about myself. He had to pee every 10 minutes. Like, oh my God. Like I literally remember that. I, we were passing by Alex's house and I was like, should I ask him to drop me off at Alex's house? And I was like, no, it's okay. I'm just going to save the $30 on my Uber. So that's fine. <laughs> so we drove all the way back to my small town house. Um, and he sent me a snap after of him getting pulled over by a police car. When he dropped me home, when he dropped me home, I got a Snapchat because obviously we communicated on Snapchat. That's what you do. <laughs> this whole day was so bad he snapchatted me a fucking i wish i wish i had the photo i think i screenshotted it or i got sierra to take a photo of it on her phone from my phone so he doesn't get the notification about oh my fucking god the things that i would do so to find that photo and put it in this video but it was literally just like a video of him and then the red and blue lights in the background of him getting pulled over Oh, this was so weird. I don't know why it's kind of out of order, but another thing that I wrote down is he laughed at someone getting fired at his work. Um, he said that he made a girl cry at his work and he said the girl told him that he was a gaslighter and he asked me what that meant. He didn't know what a gaslighter was. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know when people say that your most valuable asset or your most valuable thing that you could give to anyone is your time i really gave that my time to this man um oh and the last point that i have on my phone i said he vapes isn't it always the ones that vape that are always like this but that was the story time 
of my worst date that I've ever been on ever. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I've been on many bad dates. If I'm going to be honest, I don't have any really memorable ones where they were really bad. I think it's just that one guy and that one girl. I could do a little summary of the the worst story time that I've had with a girl. <laughs> um, Cause that one was a lot more recent, but yeah, that was my straight era. The bar was on the fucking floor with this one. Um, and you know what? We've grown and learned a lot from it. And the things that I used to entertain back then, I don't entertain anymore. I think back, I, it's crazy because I feel like over the years, your taste and your type in partners kind of change. Like, it's so crazy. If I saw him, because I remember what he looks like. If I saw him on my dating apps now... I don't think I would have, I don't know. I don't think I would have even entertained him because I feel like after every person that you date or hook up with, like your type changes. And I don't know, it's just so funny to think. But yeah, that was <laughs> Have you gone on a worse date? Have, have your dates been this bad? Or is it not that, like, was my date not even that bad? What is your opinion on my, my worst date story time? Let me know what you guys think. Um, but I think it was kind of a funny story because it was a full circle moment because I went back to my house and I went to Sierra and I literally was like, girl, that was the worst date of my whole life. And like she, we were both laughing about it. I was telling her about it. We were like both laughing. And while I'm telling her the story of us, of my worst date ever, I get the Snapchat coming in of him getting pulled over by the police. <laughs> I just thought it was a really full circle moment. I don't know what he's doing now. I hope he's doing well. I hope he's treating women with respect, but who knows? Um, but yeah, that was my worst state story time that I've ever had with a guy. But I'm really, I'm really happy of how far we've come now because I haven't even come close to that anymore. I feel like I, I kind of know, like I could kind of weave them out. I could tell by like the way that they talk, like if you're going to be a fuck boy or not, or if you're going to be like nice and like actually respect women. Um, or just treat them like an object and you just don't have sex with them and you don't listen to them and <laughs> nothing that they say matters because they're just an object to you and a woman is just something that you possess but I don't know hopefully he's changed I hope I hope some woman some woman out there has trained him you know what I actually just want to give a huge shout out to all the women that have trained men I would like to give a shout out to the good men that I have met, the women that have trained him. They're really out here not, not getting the recognition that they deserve. The yelling at them, the teaching them, the telling them how they should be treated. Slay queen, I really appreciate you. And I've done it in the past and I do not feel like doing it anymore. So love you and thank you for your service. <laughs> But yeah, if I were to go back and tell myself, give myself advice to, to my baby self and be like, I, what was it, like three or four years ago? Was it three or four years ago? I don't remember. I think I would just say, girl, you better date older. Because the, I think that men under the age of 30 are just useless. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's really mean. But Men under the age of 30 just don't know how to treat a woman. And if they do, it's really rare. Like I have found 
that at least, at least, at the very bare minimum, 27, 28. Because I, I mean, okay, I, I, I guess I was like 20. How old was I back then? 21, 22. I don't, I, my timelines are all messed up. But I think if I were to give myself any advice, I would say just, just date older. Because I think I have a feeling that guy was younger than me. But yeah, I feel like my type back then was just like, very tan um with light eyes like fucking oh what's that guy from from um who's that guy from jesse williams what what did he play jesse williams in um in Grey's anatomy i was obsessed with Grey's anatomy at the time jesse williams dr jackson <laughs> I was obsessed, obsessed with Dr. Jackson fucking whatever his name is, looking bitches. I love the 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 tan with the light eyes. Um but yeah, I would just say, girl, you just need to go through this right now. You're we're going to go through our tough times right now. We're going to learn a lot as we grow up. Um but definitely date older because young boys we need to really take our hats off for women that are dating young boys um but yeah that was my story time should we do some questions what would rihanna do rihanna please don't sue me i just love you and i look up to you and i'm like what would rihanna do <laughs> um but i have a couple questions that people have sent in on my spam account if you're not already, make sure to be following me. It's not Adeline on Instagram. And I link it on my actual Instagram. It's not Adeline. N-O-T, Adeline. Um, and you guys sent in some questions. And some of them are actually really, it goes with the kind of the theme of today's episodes. Um, one person asked, because they're all anonymous, one person asked, thoughts on hookup culture? So I think back in the day, I, in my head, I was like kind of a pick-me girl. And I was like, I'm so cool. Like, I don't get attached to men. Like, I'm just using men for sex, blah, 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 blah. But I think over the past couple of years, I realized that the anatomy and the brain of a woman is so much different than of a man. And hookup culture can be so toxic to not only your head, but also your body. But I first off want to say, monogamy is not natural to humans at all like we are not meant to be monogamous like there's what what is it like doves or swans are supposed to be monogamous and there's like another animal that's supposed to be monogamous but humans are not supposed to be monogamous and i looked <laughs> did you watch that um netflix show and it was like um monogamy explained that's where i kind of like got a lot of this but it basically explains that women or basically we had packs packs of people <laughs> i don't know if, like this is really the, the correct terms for it but basically everyone would just have sex with each other and everyone would take care of the baby like it's not like oh this is the mom and this is the dad it was like the whole pack what what is it's not the pack it's the whole the whole group of people I don't know what it's called. I'm going to sound stupid in this, but the whole group of people, whoever was closest to the baby, you just had to like help it not cry, like pick it up and like help it not cry and like pat it on the back or like change the diaper. I don't know. They didn't have diapers back then, but they didn't have like mom and dad. It was like the whole group kind of took care of the baby. 
Um, and you just have to watch the the Netflix show. It's it's called Netflix Explained um, with monogamy. And basically, monogamy isn't natural to us. So that's why I feel like a lot of people cheat. But it's just like our old, like, natural instincts. But cheating is really bad. It's like, you know... You have a partner and that's supposed to be your best friend and you're lying about something so fucking big. It's just like morally really wrong, but that's just like how humans are. So hookup culture, I think back in the day, I was like super excited to hook up with people and I was like, oh my God, I'm in my hoe era, my hoe phase. I even like made a whole little EP of music that I've never released and it was called my hoe phase and it truly was my hoe phase because I was just like, you know, experimenting and like having fun with it, but I think hookup culture is really fun, but I think that we should all take a step back and really look at it because sex is such an intimate thing. And I think at near the end of my like hookup, like culture, hoe era, hoe phase, I was starting to realize how much of an energy transfer you get when you hook up with someone. So t- tell me if you've ex- ever experienced this before, but you go to hook up with someone and the next day you feel like absolute fucking shit. Does that ever happen to you with a specific person? And maybe it's their vibe or their aura. Like you're like, oh, let's just hook up. It'll be fun. It's a fun hookup. And the next day you feel anxious. You feel um, sad. You feel regretful. You feel, I don't know. Maybe it was a good hookup, but for some reason you're like, why the fuck am I like overwhelmed with this like anxiety and this sadness and this and this and this? But it's because sex is the biggest form of energy transfer in the whole fucking world. Like, you know, when even like on comments, when you like read comments, people like get you heated. Like it's an energy transfer when you are in person with people and they say something about your outfit. They're like, oh, your outfit's so fucking ugly. That's an energy transfer. You get their negative energy. When someone says, oh, I love your nails. You get the energy transfer. People are being positive and you feel happy. Like someone smiles at you randomly throughout the day. It's an energy transfer. Like it makes you happy like to interact with someone that's really nice. Like energy transfer is like a huge thing. Now think about sex. Sex is the most intimate thing that you can do. Like the energy transfer is just so strong. So if you hook up with someone that has crazy anxiety if you hook up with someone with bad intentions, if you hook up with someone that doesn't look as at women as people, they look at women as objects. Like, how do you think you're going to feel after having such a crazy energy transfer? And I this is why I stopped being like in my hoe phase, because I started getting a lot pickier with the people that I hook up with. I would only hook up with people if I felt like they were genuine, they were nice, they were happy, they weren't depressed, they were, um, they had good intentions, they were, I, I don't know, I just like became super picky about it because I notice when I hook up with people that are depressed, um, have anxiety, or like, I mean, obviously like everybody, you know, has something wrong with them, <laughs> everyone has anxiety, like, you know, but if someone is hooking up with bad intentions and they just want to, I don't know, they just want to hook, like they literally transfer their anxiety over to you they transfer their sadness over to you and i felt that and it's it goes the other way around because i feel like i'm a very happy person do you ever feel like when you hook up with someone happy you're happy the next day girl it's a fucking thing it's a fucking thing i don't know how this video turned or this podcast turned into this but yeah this is my 
<laughs> my opinion on hookup culture, I guess, is I used to not give a fuck. And if you're sexy, then I, let's hook up. But now I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, if you don't have good energy, if we're not vibing, if you don't treat women with respect, like it's not even worth it for me. It's literally like a, a sex hangover when you like have a up with someone and like you you just feel like shit the next day, like genuinely a sex hangover. Um, so my thoughts on hookup culture is I think that it's really fun and I feel like sometimes you just need to get it out of your system, which I really think that I did. Um, but you don't have to hook up with people with bad energy and you're allowed to be picky with who you hook up with and um yeah if you don't want that shitty feeling the next day that's at least just what I found and all of my friends agree with me on this like oh my god like I'm not gonna out any of my friends but one of my friends hooked up with this guy and then like minutes after because I don't want to give too much away minutes after she tells me she's like why am I overwhelmed with sadness? I literally just want to cry and I don't even know what for what reason. Like he's being super nice to me, like blah, 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 blah. But I'm just like, after we had sex, I had so much sadness. And I'm like, girl, I told you it's the fucking energy transfer. Like you're experiencing this right now. When you have sex with someone, the energy transfer is so fucking crazy. And she didn't, she didn't believe me until that very moment when she was like, damn, like Adeline, like you're kind of onto something. Um, but yeah, that's... <laughs> The long answer to that question is that's my answer to my thoughts on culture. The next question it says how to manifest your ideal man, and then they put the crying emoji. <laughs> like, girl, me too, me too. I think how to manifest your ideal partner is one thing that I did, especially getting out of my really long relationship is like when I first started to learn how to be single first of all you need to learn how to be single I feel like you need to spend time with yourself I feel like people who jump from relationship to relationship to relationship so quickly and they're like oh I know how to be single I was single for a month bitch you don't fucking know how to be single like be single for like a year like it's not that hard anyways I feel like some people just like really need the validation of like a partner um and they kind of <laughs> they kind of put their traumas on other people so that they don't have to deal with it anyways be single number one is be single number two is i would get a note in your phone go in your notes app on your phone and write down your deal breakers what are some things that are really important to you that are deal breakers and then what are some things that are like it's okay and you're more lenient on so I think some of my deal breakers are on some of on my list, I'm trying to remember, um, is I want someone to have the same views as me with like women's rights, um, honestly, like political views, like religious views, like are those things important to you? Um, I want someone that has a stable job. I feel like it's it's not shallow and it's not asking for much to if I have a stable job for someone else to have a nice stable job and like be able to like provide for themselves and like maybe even like, you know, pay for dinner, like be able to treat each other. Um, I want someone that is funny. I want someone that 
I can be silly with and someone that is goofy and I just want someone that I think is a genuinely happy person someone that has been to therapy that's done the work that is happy with themselves and someone that I basically don't have to be a therapist for because I feel like I've been a therapist for so many people and so many I don't know different stuff I'm literally a free fucking therapist and there's a point in my life where I was like you know what I'm done being a therapist like these like none of these bitches are paying me like if you want to pay me hell yeah let me listen let me talk let me but they're not paying me they're getting free sex like no um so those are my deal breakers and then have other things that are like not as much deal breakers like um do you want them to be tall like do you want them to have a certain appearance do you want them to be close to their family do you want them to you know xyz whatever your list is um and i think my last thing for trying to manifest your ideal man is think of where your ideal man is spending his time is your ideal man in the club is your ideal man spending thousands of dollars on bottles to sleep with girls at the club i don't think so i think that your ideal man is probably at conventions like maybe he um is working out at the gym like maybe he's going to therapy maybe i mean <laughs> imagine you meet someone in therapy <laughs> but i don't know go places where you feel like your ideal man is because i feel like if you meet someone at the club like maybe you guys will get along but i just feel like people who who go to the club like it's it's just like a, a club phase like it's just like you don't really genuinely meet people like dream ideal partners at the club because i like you know the club's where you go to get turned you're, you're not looking for any anything serious at the club if you want something serious and you're thinking of your ideal partner where would they be like your ideal partner realistically whether would they be at the library are they learning are they in school are they um at soho house like where are the equinox like probably a nice expensive gym i don't know like go to the places that you feel like your ideal partner is oh wow i kind of answered this one someone said how do you start looking for a serious relationship um i would first of all say don't even bother on the apps i don't think i've met anyone nice or serious on the apps i think that you know when i think of my ideal partner my ideal partner is not desperate my ideal partner has many options and my ideal partner uh, probably i would probably just meet them in person and every good person that i've met that i've like kind of you know had a, like a little fling with um i met in person and we met through mutual friends or we met somewhere that we both like going to, or, you know, we have something in common. So I think to look for someone that's looking for a serious relationship, you know, obviously everybody, you know, there could be a lot of people out there that meet their like husband or their wife on Tinder or Bumble and stuff like that. But I think it's also really hard. And at least from my personal experience, I haven't met anyone serious on the dating apps. Um, so try and put yourself out there, like go places that you feel like your ideal partner would be. Um, how to deal with situationships. Um, I, 
I don't know. I think I think I've learned a lot in the past couple years about masculine energy versus feminine energy. And when you're in that situationship era, when you're like, you know, he hasn't asked you to be your girlfriend, you guys are seeing each other all the time, you're going on dates, like, what do you call each other, blah, 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 blah. I think that as a girl or just someone that's like in their feminine energy, I think it's it's just being able to, I don't know, just like be in the moment and be happy and like feel your feelings and express to your partner how you feel, set your boundaries. Um, and I feel like I, I tell my friends this all the time, but they're like, oh, like we're kind of in a situationship. Like, like, do I talk to him about condoms? Like, do I tell, like ask him if he's like hooking up with any other people? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, absolutely fucking yes you should because it's not like you're a crazy girl and you're like oh my god are we using condoms am i your girlfriend blah, 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 blah. like in her in in my friend's heads like they're like oh my god am i being crazy by asking this i'm like no this is your health like this is your whole body your health like you don't know if he has something you don't know if he's gotten tested you don't know if he did this 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 this, this. and you know for men sometimes having chlamydia is asymptomatic and you can't even tell that you have it and you know it's a little uncomfortable for men but for women when you have chlamydia you could be infertile you could just not have babies and it's your health like you're not being crazy by asking these questions so i think when you're in a situation you should definitely ask your partner hey when was the last time that you got tested and like can you show me the results <laughs> like you know um like, are you guys using condoms? Like, are you guys hooking up with other people? I think it's like those kinds of questions I would for sure ask because it's not like you're crazy. You're literally asking for your health. It's not like you're super obsessive and like a crazy girlfriend. Like you literally just want to be safe and you would just want to be healthy. And I feel like if you go to the gym, if you take care of yourself, why wouldn't you take care of your sexual health too? So definitely ask your partner these types of things like, hey, I just wanted to say like, are we, like, are we using condoms? If we're not using condoms, are you hooking up with other people? And I'm just asking for my own health and my own safety because, you know, I don't want to get tested sooner or later and then I have chlamydia and then, you know, I am infertile forever, the rest of my life. Like it's permanent damage. Um, and I don't know, I think setting that boundary is super important. And I just need to stress this so, so, so much. You're not asking for a lot, girl. The bar is on the fucking floor nowadays. And asking that stuff is not asking for a lot. It's actually the bare fucking minimum. So <laughs> definitely get those questions out of the way. Um, and I think it's all about just you know, communicating. I feel like all that a relationship is, is communication and um, just making sure that both of you are being healthy, both of you are being um, truthful to each other. And actually, don't trust men. You should just actually get tested, even if he says that he hasn't hooked up with anyone. And then, you know, just don't trust anyone. <laughs> kind of sad, but don't trust anyone. Ooh, I really love this question. Someone asked, how do you grow when you're in a relationship? I love this question because I feel like I've kind of struggled with this as well with my own personal because as you guys know, I've only really been in like 
two relationships my whole life. I've been in like my public one and I've been in one in private. Um, and I feel like one thing that I've always struggled with while in relationships is I feel like I'm stagnant. Like, do you ever feel like, you know, they, they say that you become like the people that the three people that you hang around the most and obviously your partner you hang around the most. Um, and sometimes I just feel like I'm stagnant and I feel like I'm not growing and I feel like I'm not learning and I just get so comfortable and I'm like, is this healthy? Like, is this good? But it is, it's fine. But one thing that I found that just makes me feel better about myself and makes me feel sexy, makes me feel good is to go on dates with yourself and like really get to know yourself. I feel like once I started doing this, like I just became a more better and flourished version of me and it even like helps my relationship because I feel like I'm just in a better mood I I feel good about myself when I'm constantly learning and like constantly evolving so some examples that I've done is I started taking French lessons which I'm like so excited my goal by the end of 2023 is I want to be able to speak French and be fluent in it and be able to like move to Paris and like really speak the language and I know it's so hard I wish I wish I wish that my dad taught me French because that was his first language and he just like didn't teach me but yeah I started taking French lessons um I started going on dates with myself like girl go to dinner with just you and I feel like back in the day I would be so embarrassed I'd be like oh my god it's gonna look like I got stood up it's gonna look like blah 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 blah, blah. but no one genuinely gives a flying fuck like go out to dinner by yourself, go get a drink by yourself, go do things that are like independent to you. Even if it means like sometimes I'm crazy and I'll literally just take a 10 minute drive around my neighborhood just by myself and it just feels good. Oh, another good one is trying new workouts or new classes. I started picking up this new like thing. I started picking up Pilates and honestly, I feel like a uh, Range Rover mom like I'm about to pick up the kids from soccer practice and pick up some watermelon because it's my weekend to, to give the watermelon like I just feel like a Pilates mom like a Range Rover mom when I go to Pilates and honestly it's a really good workout I am always so sore I'm literally shaking when I do Pilates I used to do weightlifting but I don't love it as much as I love Pilates because it's just kind of like a slow burn and you really feel it um start taking up a new class what's something that you've always wanted to do it doesn't have to be working out it could be a pottery class I saw some pottery classes um it could be like a hair class it could be a makeup class what's something that you've always wanted to learn that you really want to do and something that you, you know you could always do like things with your partner um new you know classes with your partner what it like tango like I think my dad started doing like like dancing classes or something with his partner um but like start going out and trying new different classes. I feel like I stopped feeling so stagnant when I started taking myself out on dates. I started working on myself and I started, you know, learning. I don't know. <laughs> and that's how I just feel better about myself when I'm in a relationship because it is, I feel like when I'm single, I really feel myself evolve because when you're single, you're not focused on anything because you don't realize when you're in a relationship that takes up so much time of your day. It takes up a lot of your time. I, I even remember like when I got out of one relationship, I was like, oh my God, I literally have so much fucking time. Like I have so much time to do so much shit. Like I'm bored all the time. You don't realize how much time you put into a relationship. So start putting that time to yourself start putting some time to yourself like have you always wanted to clean out your closet have you always wanted to donate the clothes that you don't use like 
like have you always wanted to paint your room make your room like a nice cute sanctuary fun space like do things for yourself and schedule it put it in your calendar that's something that also makes me feel better about myself is because sometimes i'm like oh you know what i'm, I'm gonna take today off today's just gonna be a me day but sometimes i feel kind of um bad about it because i feel like i'm being lazy but if you schedule days off like sometimes like I, for the most part i don't do anything on sundays so sundays i schedule as my day off and i will schedule like a pilates class or i'll schedule to you know make some candles because i have a candle making kit or i'll like i'll schedule to just like binge watch um a show that i've always like wednesdays or what just came out oh emily in paris i'll be like oh today i'm sorry i already made plans with myself i can't cancel on myself again like literally the grinch um i have to listen <laughs> to binge watch emily in paris genuinely schedule dates with yourself and don't cancel <laughs> wrestle with my self-loathing dinner with myself oh, i can't cancel that again <laughs> but your relationship with yourself is the same as your relationship with any other person like say you're gonna go on a date with your friend and you're always canceling on your friend how are you gonna feel about your friend like shit so how are you gonna feel about that with yourself when you're like oh today i'm gonna do this for myself oh i'm gonna cancel it how are you gonna feel about yourself like shit and I saw something that was like um, your relationships with people. That's not just like your relationships is not just with people. Your relationships can be with food. It could be with your phone. It could be with your computer, the amount of time that you spend on the Internet. It could be with yourself. And we have so many relationships with different things. Um, so really nurture and make sure that you take care of the relationship with yourself and stop canceling on yourself. Literally be the Grinch. The last one that I have is how to make your significant other of years horny. And I love this question too, because so many people ask me this because I'm a kinky motherfucker. Um, so one thing that I really, really, really recommend that you do is go on, it's this website. It's not even sponsored. Don't kill me if it gives you a virus because it's low key, a little bit of a sketchy website. Don't sue me. Sorry. It's kind of a sketchy website, but I use it. So go on BDSMtest.org. And it's kind of a sketchy website, but just go on it. Do the test. I just do the short test. Um, and it asks you questions like, are you into, you know, tying your partner up? Are you into, um, you know, doing threesomes? Are you having to do this? Are you doing that? To answer the questions. And it has like from green to red, like how open you are to, you know, ac whatever activity it is. And that, it asks a lot of weird questions. Like it asks, like, are you into like acting like a dog? Like, are you do you want to be in a cage? Like it asks you a lot of like kinky shit. But just have your partner beside you, fill it out with yourself, and it'll give you your answers. So it'll say if you're like a submissive, a dominant, it'll say if you're a brat, a brat tamer, are you a switch? Are you a rope bunny? Uh rigor um you know all of these things there's so many different things and if you click on it it tells you the definition of each thing so yeah i would just do that do that with your partner do the little test find out are you into this like are you open to this like is he into that is he open to that like and be be truthful about your answers like don't feel judgment about you know what you want because at the end of the day sex is just like something fun that you should do with your partner and if you want to try something new if you want to like bring in toys you want to um uh, try tying someone up be boobity bob whatever you want to do you should do it 
because it's so fun and I feel like it is really uncomfortable to talk about like what are your kinks what are this what do you want to do blah 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 blah. are you open to that oh that's kind of weird oh do you want to rope and blah 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 I feel like like back then I was so like I felt so weird about my kinks and like the things that I like but it's just like it's just you like it's just I don't know it's just the things that you like and maybe you're into something and your partner isn't but your partner is willing to explore something for you and like it's all about give or take and like communication and like knowing what feels good for one another and like role play oh my god I love role play um just figure it out and yeah it's all about communication and I feel like doing that test it kind of breaks down the walls of like the awkward talk like oh should we try this like should we I don't know it's like it's so awkward to bring it up sometimes especially to your partner I don't know but do the test um ask your partner you know what you're into show the results like ask him what he's into what you guys want to do um or what she's into I don't know um but yeah I think that's like a fun way to make your significant other horny after many years because you can do it, girl. I know you could do it. <laughs> but I think it's all about it's like I feel like I used to get so insecure because I'm like, oh, I'm so old. Like he knows my body already. Like blah blah. blah. It's nothing new. But that doesn't mean shit. Like you can be with someone and still keep them horny for years upon years upon years upon years, and it doesn't even matter. Like sometimes people just like vanilla sex, and it just like makes them horny, makes them turn on. And like some people like do more kinky shit, and like it just makes them horny, makes them turn on um it has nothing to do with like the amount of years that you've been dating someone it's just about like I don't know I get really excited when I try something new and it can be as little as you know a new toy it could be as little as like um tying someone up it could be as little as um you know dirty talk and even if it's I don't know it could it could be really little things and I think there was a study done and it said that um like like men and women watch porn and and after they watched the same amount of porn their erection like wasn't as I don't know they they weren't as as horny and <laughs> I don't know um and then once they saw something new they you know got more of an erection so try new things and it doesn't mean that your partner's like tired of you just like try something new you know like some people like vanilla sex and they like doing the same thing over and over again and it like really does it for them and then some people just like to try new things um and it has nothing to do with you it just you know some people just like to try new things and it's really exciting to try new things you know it like it, you know when you you try a new class and you try a new um like pilates class you know you're really scared when i first went to my first pilates class i was really scared and i showed up really early and i i was like nervous because i didn't know what i was doing and i like went to the teacher and i was like hey i'm so sorry this is my first class like i don't really know and i my heart was beating i was like really nervous and blah blah blah, blah. but i was like at the end of the class i was really proud and really excited to myself so, like how do you think you would feel after like trying something new with like a, your partner or something sexual i don't know um but yeah <laughs> Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed today's girl talk um, of my worst date with a man. I'm so sorry. The, the bar is so low to the floor. What do you think of my first date story? 
Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you think the bar is on the floor? I don't know. Would you accept it? Would you think it's cool? I don't know. Um, but if you guys haven't already, then make sure to rate my podcast. It means a lot on Spotify and Apple Music. Give it a thumbs up on YouTube. I don't know wherever you listen to your podcast, but I hope that you guys enjoy. I will be here. Same place, same time. Every Wednesday. Love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Did you like that episode? I really hope that you did. Um, if you haven't already, then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after. Just click on the links, whatever it is. Um, and I hope that you guys enjoyed. Also, be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot. Um, but I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Bye. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.